0: Welcome to Comically Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking books, movies, TV shows, video games, and more. I must forewarn you, though, we are spoiler cast, and what that means is we consider all properties, past, future, and present to be valid, and we will spoil the hell out of them. I'm your host, Michael, along with my two co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy, and with all that being said, let's get started. All right, it is Sunday, October 29th, so this is like the eve before the eve of Halloween. Is that right? Did I get that right? The Halloween Adam. Adam. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Adam.
0: <laughs> um, we are going to catch back up with Loki episodes three and four. But before that, I want to acknowledge one Richard Mole. If I pronounce that correctly, he was most notably known for his portrayal of Bull Shannon in the TV series Night Court. However, a lot of other people will know him as Harvey Dent or Two-Face from the Batman, the animated series. He also played or did the voice for Two-Face and some other Batman animated roles, as well as doing the Scorpion in a Spider-Man series too. He did a lot of other voice acting as well. He passed away on October 26th. So everyone, please, you know, say prayers for his family. Um, and yeah, just thank you, sir. If you're able to hear this and thank you to your family for supporting you and giving us those roles and those
2: voiceovers and just it giving us joy in our life. Yeah. So sad to see. So, so many, like you, you you said this in a text message, but so much from our like childhood, like the voice actors <laughs> and stuff are just dying out, which I mean, we're, we're getting old. So that's, that's par for the course.
0: Oh no. You said the O word. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, we are. Uh, Not the fun O word.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. It sucks. I hate to hear that.
0: Well, and then like last night I saw where Matthew mm-hmm. Perry drowned, yeah. and I was like,
2: fuck! Yeah, that yeah. is. Why are
0: more, more people are drowning too? I've noticed that.
2: Yeah, that's it's such a tragedy. He's 54. That's, that's young. very young. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, Michael's only got a couple years for
3: that. So, oh <laughs> man. Son <laughs> of a bitch. I know. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shots fired. Oh, Where's oh, that pew-pew
0: really? noise at now?
1: <laughs> Damn it, hang on. <laughs> That's
0: great. All right. Let's get back on track with Loki. Season 2, Episode 3, entitled 1893. So, uh, yeah. Welming's on this, guys. Whelmings on this. What is, what is y'all's thoughts on this episode?
3: Uh, I, I will say that I'm still hanging on on Pleasantly Whelmed. It's still just a really good show. Uh, Victor Timely kind of got on my nerves a little bit here or there, but overall, I mean, at the same time, uh, he was, I don't know, he was a very hard one to read as far as being either welcoming or not. Like it was, it was good to, it, it was a nice play on how he acts as far as, cause I mean, you you already are. Um, a little weary of him because of he who remains. And so you kind of like keep him out of arm's length, but at the same time, you also want him like want to be friends with him or be nice to him because he seems like he could use it kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, but as far as overall this show, this episode um, still definitely pleasantly whelmed and enjoying it. I was
0: to say he comes off very timid. Yeah. So Richard, what is your whelming on this?
2: Uh, I'm still, I'm like on the, the, the pleasantly, I'm still unpleasantly whelmed, but I'm, I'm on that whelmed for this episode. Like, this episode just further sort of muddies up everything with the he who remains and Kang and all that. And it just, it really, it's, it's starting to get very frustrating. Plus, to me, Jonathan Major's, like, acting in this episode, to me, was just bad. It was very over the top. (laughs) I like his Kang and Quantum Mania. His Immortus, not so much. Uh the Victor Timely stuff to me is abysmal. <laughs> and uh he's better in the next episode. I'll say that. We'll get we'll get to that. But he reminds like my wife and I were like, he's like Clayface from the Harley Quinn show. He's an actor. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and I just he was taking that that way too far to me in this episode. Uh but other than that, yeah, I'm still pleasantly whelmed. when, when talking about look since we're talking about this, just real quick,
0: when talking about Jonathan Majors and his acting, his portrayal and stuff like that of these variants of Kane, do y'all think that they should be closer together as far as their portrayals than what it seems like Jonathan Majors is doing so that, you know, we kind of get that they're just variants of the same person? Or do you think it's better that they are so separate and far apart?
3: So, I will say, like, I... I do think that they need to be separate, and just because I mean, you know, there are variants out there that you know make one decision, one different decision, and you could be a murderer or a good person, kind of thing. So I mean, it's just it's very there. There can be very small decisions or changes that could happen to just completely skew which way you go and end up. Uh, but at the same time, like I was saying in this. There were still moments where, like, you could see that he was, uh he was still kind of that trickster type mindset. I mean, because he's all all these, like, quote unquote, prototypes yeah. everywhere. And, like, <laughs> con trying artists. to get their, yeah, there you go, cotton artists. So yeah, I still, like, I feel like there was still that, um that mindset of getting ahead or, you know, knowing more than what he's leading on kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I I think the dude need to be different. I just don't like. I, I I'm fine with the stutter that he gives, Victor Timely. I just didn't like his like cadence of speech, and like especially when he's doing the like. The, the clicking of his fingers and doing the little tap dance with his feet when he's showing off the loom and stuff. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop that. What are yeah. you doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. And of course, like, like I said, the Immortus, the whisper talking. I like, I, w- <laughs> what did that King have? Like laryngitis that day? Like, what? it makes no sense. Anyway, like his Rama Tut and uh, whatever silver Centurion or whatever they're calling him. um, were fine. But yeah, anyway.
0: Okay. Uh As far as, I have more to add to it. I just, I need to go ahead and get my whelming out Yeah. Okay. So before I forget. My whelming of this, of this particular episode was pleasantly whelmed. I feel like it's just continuing on with the story. We're actually getting more stuff, more things that we've seen in the trailer, but we've, we're just, we're getting to the end of all the trailer bits, which is exciting to me because it's like, now I don't know what's going You know, there's two mm-hmm. episodes left over after episode four and it's like, no idea. You know what I mean? Like, no clue of what's coming after that. This one, uh it seemed, it felt a little bit more drug out. The episode did. But all in all, like I said, it, it still moved the story along. Sylvie got brought back into it more. And I, I enjoyed it. I just enjoyed it. Again, another pleasantly well for me. So. Yeah. Quick synopsis of this episode. I thought this episode... This episode was entitled 1893. I felt like this episode needed to be called The Race for Victor Timely, is what I felt like. (laughs) But, I didn't write it, so whatever. We see the origin of Victor Timely. Loki and Mobius are on the hunt for Miss Minutes. Ravana and Miss Minutes fight Loki and Morbius for Victor Timely. Miss Minutes shows her true colors. So, as far as, like we're talking about Victor Timely and his different portrayals of the variants of Kang. I'm hoping that that doesn't turn in, you know, we, we spoke a lot about Kang coming across as like a thespian, an actor and things like that. I'm hoping that's not what they turn Kang into. Like, I'm hoping he's not just a complete fraud across all multiverses. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like by setting this up and being so hard on with the Victor Timely, I'm like, don't don't do that for the rest, though. Like, if you want to do it for this one, okay. But don't don't do that for the rest. And I guess I could see the makings of that though, if they wanted to do it that way. Well, the
2: thing that confuses the absolute hell. I mean, like, so I'm assuming so we'll just get it like I'm assuming Victor Timely is a contingency plan for he who remains. Because what I assumed was that Victor Timely is he who remains. It's like um did you ever watch Doctor Who with River Song? Yes. That era Matt Smith? Yeah. I, I thought maybe Victor Timely is He Who Remains, and we're seeing the start of, like, the birth of He Who Remains when, it, like, when they drop that notebook off. But by the end of that episode, it's not so much that. And I was like, so what? I'm so, like, it, it must just be a contingency plan so he has a replacement for He Who Remains or something. I have no earthly idea. That's the part that's just so muddying the water now as far as how this all works.
0: Well, and he even said in the last episode of season one before he died, he didn't know what was happening after
2: they they got to a point.
0: Yeah. And he's like, I don't know what happens after this.
2: Well, I think he was referring to that fight because it was all like chronological or whatever. uh, It was uh, documented in that little book or whatever. But right he, like, Miss Minutes keeps saying that, like, this was his plan all along, which, I mean, she could, she could be an unreliable, like, source, because she could just be lying about the whole damn thing. Part of me, like, this is a slight, like, one of my theories is that she's going to be, like, the villain for this entire series or something. Anyway. That bitch is crazy. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I, <laughs> yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. My note, like... the, my note for the next episode is... <laughs> That bitch, or uh, where is it? Where? Damn it! Where is it? Ah, where is it? Miss Minutes, that bitch is spiteful, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> she crazy. Yeah. Like I don't want to spoil it,
0: but yeah. I'm going to a little bit. The face. Oh yeah. yeah, when, yeah, yeah. when an act was being done yeah. in episode four, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like revive. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that face. <laughs> so the wait, wait, do have- <laughs> <She> just. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that face. She's just,
0: <laughs> she's just a freaking kid on Christmas morning, oh, yeah. excited, just standing there and yeah. just gazing, and it, it's the most appalling thing that's happened in, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it's like, oh goodness, yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> well, even in this episode, she showed how crazy she was because, uh-huh. like, she got Victor all alone in the at the end of the episode and was like why didn't you give me a body, Victor? Where's my body? And I was like, oh, I got Twilight
2: Zone
3: references going on here
2: right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, my note for this is just, that clock is horny. The <laughs> clock is way too horny.
3: Like <laughs> yes, she is.
2: <laughs> needs to simmer down now. Uh, <laughs> got the vapors. Yeah, I got the vapors. Uh, yeah. That is so weird that they included that. Like, it's so bizarre that they included that. I was like, Ooh, where are we going with this? I don't like this at all. (laughs) It's very
0: sci-fi. Like I said, there was a Twilight episode all about that where a guy Mm. built a machine and and it fell in love with him, wanted him to get rid of his wife and everything else. And like whole episode on Twilight Zone that's dedicated to it, same kind of thing. So
3: There's Flubber. You can watch that too. Ooh. I
2: don't. I don't like where this is going. You never seen it, the flubber. I, the, no, I've, the, seen, um, I've seen flubber, but I don't think he wanted to fuck the flubber. No, <laughs> that's, that's what the, I'm saying. No, the robot. His little robot was in love with
3: him. Yeah, the little hovering robot everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So There's
3: some some reusable jelly there. No, oh god! All right. Uh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Add some bounce to it. <laughs> this is gone way off the rails. comic clover. comic Um. Uh, no, I. So I, I like the beginning where it's got the old-timey Marvel uh, yes. Studios intro, the old timely, I guess I should say, instead of timey. timely. Timely. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Um, Miss Minutes says to Ravana uh, when she's like, Do you have it? And she says, like, uh, yeah, I brought her whatever. She's like, oh, bless your heart. And I was like, that means something completely different in the South. Like, right? (laughs) Like, that has a complete different meaning in the South. (laughs) She pulled out that TVA guidebook and I was like,
0: the fucking thing that we've not seen for a whole season is now in every (laughs) single episode.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it is. (laughs) Uh, Also, Mobius mentions, like, he's like, when they get to uh, the, what is it, Chicago World. Chicago's World, not Chicago's, Chicago World's Fair. I don't know why that was so hard for me to say, but anyway, <laughs> uh, he mentions about like, he's like, oh, this is where Edison is and H.A. Tomes. And I'm like, don't, don't mention H.A. Tomes. He's a, he's a serial killer. You should know that you're over <laughs> the TVA. <laughs> um, I don't know why like Mobius was so excited about that. But anyway, I know we got Balder the Brave
0: statue in that, in that World's Fair. That was awesome.
2: We've had so many references to Balder now both in <laughs> continuity and out of continuity. I'm at this point I'm like, can we just see Balder at this point? <laughs> I I love that scene though where Loki Loki's just angry and he's yeah. like, this has to be a joke. And he's like, they even included Balder. No one even knows who who he is and right? then at the end they're like they leave or whatever and Loki's like Thor's not that tall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too far into
0: the the World's Fair, I do want to bring up that when Ravana went back originally to 1868, it said Sacred Timeline. Yes. And then when at the World's Fair, yes. it said 1893 Branched Timeline. Yes. And I feel like when you start adding that into, and we'll talk about in season the episode four, to me that kind of shows an inconsistency. And but maybe y'all know something
2: or see something that I well, don't. So this is where... So this is my theory. It seems like uh, He Who Remains nabbed another version of himself as a child and put him on the sacred timeline. Or I don't know. See, like, this this is the... Yeah, like, this is the part that just muddies everything that I'm just yeah. so... Because, like, if he did that, then that would become a branch timeline. Uh, unless the, the sacred timeline... See, that's the other thing, too, that I've, I've, I've got theories on theories. <laughs> One of the things, theories. One of the things that I think it, we're going to learn is that, like this whole uh, sacred timeline, like that's never supposed to happen. the The universe is supposed to be ever changing, and there is supposed to be like a multiverse, and that he who remains, Kang, whatever you want to fucking call him, brought order to chaos. But the universe is supposed to live in chaos, and I think that's what we're going to learn by the end of this series. But I don't know for sure. But anyway, back to your thing. Yeah, I am I too am confused because it seems like he would have placed like a little baby Kang there as a contingency plan for if he ever dies to create a new variant version of himself. And that's why it becomes a branched timeline, if that makes any sense. But the other thing that confuses me is just because I'm a comic reader and Victor Timely isn't a variant. He's just Kang who went back in time and assumed a different per, like persona to like do some kang bullshit. <laughs> right. He eventually creates like Chronopolis there and all that stuff. Anyway, like so that's the other thing that's so confusing to me cuz I'm like is that Nathaniel Richards or is it like I don't know. It, it's making my head hurt honestly trying to figure oh, this. Oh, you just thing. made some
0: other people's head hurt by
2: throwing that name out there.
0: <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, the 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 when you bullet patient 0 of Kang, <laughs> okay? Is Nathaniel
2: Richards, Reed Richards' father or grandfather? I think it's father. No, no, Nathaniel. So Nathaniel Richards is a descendant of, of, of Reed Richards, but he has the same name of Reed Richards' father, Nathaniel, okay. like, senior or whatever. Got you. Okay. That was even mixed
0: up a little bit. Yeah, And then I know there's <laughs> also, like, Possible ties they they've somewhat and sometimes in the comic books yeah. have made ties toward Doctor Doom as well. So it's a whole yeah. Good
1: lord,
2: thing. yeah. Well, <laughs> what? we read that in uh, uh, Avengers Forever, I think. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah, they implied that like at some point the descendant of Doom and the descendant of Reed, like boinked I think is what Michael said in that episode. Yes, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it was like they were trying to get more back to like a sacred tree, like <laughs> <a character> tree. <laughs>
1: that's
0: great. Oh, all right. Uh please continue, Richard, cuz I
2: oh. I've lost my notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you off. Uh um, No, I threw you off, I think, but go ahead. No, I, I just like that whole that whole thing really confuses me, honestly. Um Jeremy mentioned it. I love I do like the twist though of Victor Timely being a con artist like the entire time yeah. since Quantum Mania, we've been thinking that like Victor time- Timely is this like nefarious sort of character, but instead in his, at least his time, like 19 or not 19, 1893, he's just a con artist. I, I, I dig that yeah. twist a lot. Um, I don't know if y'all call this, the, the trousers, the mechanical trousers, was that a stilt man reference? I was wondering that. <laughs> I was like, that has to be a stilt man reference.
0: The way they looked and stuff like that, I was like, is that... And I, I didn't pay much more attention after that, but I was like, why do we keep referencing Stiltman and things? <laughs> like, is he coming? <laughs> is he not coming? Is that, is that a thing? Like, are we getting him?
2: I think it's just because he's like one of Marvel's most ridiculous... He's not the most ridiculous villain, but he's one of them. Yeah. But yeah.
3: Like, he literally just walks around on stilts.
2: Yes. Yeah, he has a mechanical suit that looks ridiculous and his legs will extend up like near skyscraper height. He's a daredevil villain. Yeah. Uh Originally daredevil villain. Yeah. Yeah, there's a great... uh, (laughs) During Civil War, there's a great uh, tie-in book where Punisher shoots a rocket launcher and blows up Stiltman's like bottom half. (laughs)
1: Fucking
2: hilarious. (laughs) If anybody needs an animated series that's like
0: Harley Quinn, it is so The Punisher. Yeah, like a Punisher animated series where he just goes
2: fucking nuts would be great. Yeah, that would be kind of fun. <laughs> um, again, like I'll talk about it more in the next episode. But it seems like this season they're just trying to make Sylvie so unlikable. It's more so in the next episode, but like she's just a given Loki the business in that like Ferris wheel, and it's like. We're all gonna die if we don't get yeah. fucking he who remains to like fix the shit.
3: I know, <laughs> and then that was like annoying. Yeah,
2: her. and then I think it's the next episode, but she's like, you know, so she says something about like you caused all this problem. I'm like, no, you did. You killed he who remains. <laughs> like, I'm just like, did the writers even remember what happened last season? <laughs>
0: I mean, that's kind of going back to like well, you know, me and Jerry we were talking about, as far as not understanding why she's mad at him, of well, uh, thing,
2: so yeah, well, like I said, that episode, I was talking about I understand why she's mad, yeah, I don't understand this like of like this is your fault, and it's like, bitch, no, it ain't, this is your <laughs> fault. <laughs> I tried to stop you, <laughs> but yeah, i I just I don't know that that bugged me well, and
0: what don't get me is that, like. She's constantly talking about, you know, what about all these people on these branches and their free will and their this yeah. and they're that? It's like, there won't be any other branches yeah. or free will <laughs> yeah. if you don't do this. I know.
2: Yeah, exactly. And not to mention, like, th- once again, I- I'll get more into it. I- fuck it. We're here. When she's yeah. given Mobius <laughs> in the next episode the business about the pie thing, I'm like, yeah. what are they supposed to do, Sylvie? They're literally working on the problem right now. Like, right? what, is, what are they supposed to do right now? Like they can't go over, lean over OB and, and Casey and Victor Timely go, could you guys work a little bit faster? <laughs> you done yet? Yeah.
0: Can I hand you a screwdriver? <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's so, I don't know. Like, I feel like they are just trying to make her unlikable for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, that throughput multiplier that Kang shows in this episode it looks a lot like uh, someone posted like a picture online. It looks a lot like Kang's chronal chair. It's not when that? he opens it up, but it resembles that same shape. I thought that was interesting. Oh, the spear thing.
0: Yes, got you, uh, got gotcha, you, got gotcha, you. Gotcha. I was like, what? The, I I missed something.
2: Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah, the little the weird like cog thing that he puts in the yeah. the, the fix for the temporal loom in the next episode. But... Oh, hot damn. <laughs> Yeah, I, I know. I, I'm honestly just trying to hurry up and get to the next episode. I was gonna say, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I I love the Ravonna Renslayer giving her speech about her being order, and then Sylvie kind of like comes in at that moment like a fucking wrecking ball. Kind of, <laughs> it's kind of visual storytelling, like showing that she's chaos essentially, which you know I, is what I think is what we're gonna learn is that like the multiverse needs to be chaotic, it, like it's this constant, ever growing thing that is supposed to happen, but I don't know,
0: speaking of Ravana, they started laying on the the romance there here in this one, and Ole Miss Mills wasn't having it no mm-hmm. no, she was not what? she wasn't about it at all, no
3: of course that would like that whole that that whole triangle was just cringy and <laughs> it, like just the whole way through, I mean even with like Ravana doing it and everything like I
2: was like she I just I was like, you need to quit that <laughs> yeah i I don't know. It's all weird. like the Ravana thing I'm fine with just because it's like in the comics. The the clock thing is fucking bizarre. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, were they together in the comics?
2: Yeah. Ravana's the like love interest for Kang. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But yeah, the the, the clock, like Miss Minutes, that's so fucking bizarre. Yeah,
3: that's just weird.
2: <laughs> Which is why like we could tell even before this episode that she followed Kang like there was more to her obsession of Kang other than she's just a program. So I thought that she was like going to be like, you know, whatever a copy. Cause like in the comics, there's a character that's the wife of Ultron. Her name is Joe Costa. And she's made by using the like brain scan of, uh, wasp. I can't remember which one it is. It's either hope or Janet. I think it's Janet, but I can't remember. And anyway, and then Ultron makes a like, a robotic wife. So I thought maybe they were gonna do something like that with Miss Minutes, and like Miss Minutes is like Ravana Renslayer's like temporal aura, like scanned and made into like a little weird cartoony clock or something. And that's why she has this sort of attraction to He Who Remains. None of that's true, probably. But, like <laughs> it makes more sense than just like, hey, I'm in AI now, it wants to fuck me. Like <laughs> it's just weird. <laughs> Want to fool around after some chess? (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) What is up with Marvel and, like, making robots with the brainwaves of other people? Because Vision, I believe, has the brainwaves of Wonder Man. Oh, yeah. That was part of his, you know, origin and stuff like that. Then you've got, when Vision goes and makes his wife, he uses the brainwaves of Wanda to sit there and make, um, not Viv, yeah. But I can't remember what her name is. I can't is. remember her name either. Uh so yeah, yeah. This whole let's let's use real people's brainwaves and robots, that's like a a common thing for Marvel. Yeah. So weird. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. I liked seeing the prototype for the pruning one. Yeah. And that was pretty
2: cool. It's it's very large, but it was still <laughs> really cool. Like <laughs> yeah. it was large and spiky. It had like right. spikes on the end of it. <laughs>
0: So that's all that I have for this episode. Do y'all have anything else y'all would like to add to this? I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. On to Loki season two, episode four, heart of the TVA. Ravonna finds out her memory was wiped. The loom is on the brink of destruction. Victor and Obi are our only chance, but will they be enough? Spaghetti, anyone. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what is your whelming for this episode
3: here? Uh honestly, like I'm like, probably pleasantly to overly on this one. Cause it was just a very fast paced and exciting episode and it just an epic cliffhanger to it. Um kept you on seat, like the edge of your seat most of the time. Uh and I knew even whenever like the the ending of the third episode, I was like, Sylvie, you should have just killed her. You should have killed her. Like, like that was just, right. Yeah. um, And then also there's a, there's going to be a special place in hell for X five. He's just a terrible person. I was like, that's just like, that's just wrong. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: And the other thing was, (laughs) Uh, wanted to congratulate Richard for calling it on uh Loki, how Loki got pruned.
2: Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) I feel like that was, I feel like that was fairly obvious though. There's all kinds of
0: options, it's a multiverse out there. I'm just saying, I mean, I know, (laughs)
2: like that just seems so like writing 101 kind of thing, but uh, yeah, I so. Can we just skip all of it and talk about that that scene for a second? <laughs> I think you know what scene Well, you got to give your whelming. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, honestly, I'm... Do, do you know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. I'm overly whelmed. This is probably my favorite episode so far. Uh, yeah, like, the last two episodes, I was kind of middling. Like, I was dwindling here. I was still pleasantly whelmed because I guess, like the hype from like last season and like the continuation yeah. carried me through but this episode put me back up <laughs> especially that ending man that the like my jaw dropped at that ending um this is yeah yeah sorry
1: yeah
0: Richard, you stole <laughs> you stole all my words Oh, sorry you stole them all because i am right there with you overly whelmed jaw dropping i want to add fucking jaw dropping to <laughs> this well meter here because that's literally what I did at the very end of the episode. I just went (laughs) (laughs) very literally just mouth open, catching flies, like couldn't believe what I saw. So, and yeah, I'm overly I'm past the cautious on this, this series right now. Uh, So Feige, please don't fuck it up in the next two episodes. That'd be great. (laughs) Appreciate you very much, sir. Um, (laughs) Because now, like after this, we are so in such uncharted territory here. There's I don't know of any other kind of thing from the trailer that I'm looking out for or anything like that. We we've closed the case on episode one with that whole like Loki going into the
2: future, and so we don't even have that to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, it, it's and then, there's a oh, sorry, I, there is a few scenes from the trailer that we do know for a fact that is going to happen. Okay. All there's uh there's a couple of Loki time slipping and he's in front of some kind of um like jet ski. Like I do remember the jet um, ski one. Yes. Thing. Uh there's a shot of Sylvie in some kind of record store and things are getting like spaghettified. Yes. Yeah. And then there is I want to, there's some like shot of the TVA and like the monitors getting spaghettified as well. Okay. I don't remember I'm I'm gonna assume all that shit happens next episode, and then the last episode we're completely in uncharted territory.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I for, I forgot about the record store one because I remember that now, and I remember the jet ski one. And I assume that has. I, mm, that's so weird though because he's time slipping again. Yeah. yeah, and like
2: I, I don't remember. We've got theories when we get into theories, but yeah, it, it, it's it's gonna be weird regardless. It's gonna be very Doctor Who kind of timey-wimey bullshit. I got a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: let's talk. Let's, you were wanting to talk about the scene where Loki prunes himself. So, oh no no, 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 no. I'm no, sorry. No.
2: That scene, the the cube. Oh, the cube. Oh, that yes. scene. Yes,
0: <laughs> yes. Ravana comes in and and gives everybody the ultimatum. Brad jumps ship, and then yeah. Miss Minutes activates the cube because you know she's like. In her, you know, spooky days, like <laughs> mindset right now, like she's she's wanting to see some
2: horror. She's wanting some murder and mayhem. Uh-huh. Like <laughs> that's... Hell hath
3: no fury than a woman bo- burn. <laughs> basically, a clock, a clock, <laughs> clock
2: scorn. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. There's some kind of pun there. A clock scorn strikes twice a day. I don't. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> my notes are that is one fucked up animated clock. And then yes. of course we talk about the smiling. You can hear squelch, like, they uh-huh. did such a good job for, like, it being Disney to still be horrific, but not show a damn, like, right. not even a drop of blood. Right. You hear squelching, blo- bone Ugh. bones cracking, and, like, a little bit of, like, blood dropping through the grate. And then when right. X5 goes in to, like, see the gore, you hear, like, a steam noise. Like, there's just this pile of, of gore or something sitting on that grate. Yeah, that scene will live rent free in my head for me, for a while. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Oh, like the idea of just being crushed to death by like uh, like fifteen other people is just like that is something straight out like Saw or something. Yeah. Like it's just horrifying."
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure that had you cringing the whole way through, Michael.
0: Luckily, I was like watching it super late, so I was super tired. <laughs> and so like I was I was I was paying more attention trying to stay awake yeah so yeah and then like they didn't show because it really got to me on Brad's because like they would show like his arms up against the thing Mm -hmm. and him squatting down Mm -hmm. and then I'm thinking about it but yes the being in a room with people and it closing in Willy Wonka style sounds fucking horrific and (laughs) I never want to be a part of that chocolate factory
3: no yeah (laughs) some Nasty raspberry filling there. <laughs>
1: uh, what is it,
2: uh, Eric? The new new rock stars guys, Eric Voss, I think is his name. Yes, he mentioned something about like is uh, is the pies that Mobius eats a reference oh. to Soylent Green, and it's made from people that uh, <laughs> that are. Uh, Squished in those rooms. <laughs> that was one of his theories that I was like, ugh.
0: And we just tied it back to Willie Wonka. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> I love uh I love how X5 has like PTSD from that thing. Cause like Ravana is talking with uh oh, yeah. Victor Timely, and she's like, you know, X five is gonna find a very thorough and incredibly painful way to kill you. And he's like, it's a very small box. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, right. That box lives rent free in his head. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway.
0: I, well, I mean, he was in it. Yes. And then he saw it like fully work on somebody. Yeah. So like, yeah, I'm sure he is like tra like has trauma from it. Like, yeah. I would. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 so I I want to go to something that's kind of bothering me with this episode, and and I hope I hope they they figure this out. And it was something I mentioned earlier for episode three. So Obi learned, Ouroboros learned everything from Victor Timely. Victor Timely learned everything from the book that Ouroboros yeah. wrote. Victor Timely, though, this Victor Timely is from a branch timeline that when like I guess we don't know necessarily when it was a branch, other than back in 1868. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's when it caused the branch. So has it been like this is where it's getting all the fuckery for me.
2: <laughs> so, I, I, I forgot you mentioned you mentioned that. So, um, here's what I think. So, one, it's called a bootstrap paradox. It's one of those like the paradox itself sort of created itself. If that makes any sense. They also it's also referred to as a grandfather paradox. And uh, in this case, they mention in it, it's an Ouroboros. It's a snake swallowing its own tail. Yes, it completes a complete loop. So what I'm thinking is, is that for some reason, a Victor Timely on the sacred timeline always happens, even though that, forget the branch timeline for a second. Victor Timely grows up in what, I wrote down the year because I knew I wouldn't remember the year, in 1868, Chicago, Illinois, and at some point throughout his life, he has all these great inventions and writes it down on a notebook. OB maybe finds it, though I have theories of what OB could be as well. I have lots of theories, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> but uh, Obi finds that notebook and then writes, you know, creates the TVA, possibly becoming the original He Who Remains. I think uh, this is one of my theories. I think Kang maybe didn't create the TVA. We may learn that and that he's just been lying all along, and that the TV he just like usurped He Who Remains Ob and just took the place of it or whatever. But anyway. But now it seems like by creating that branch timeline, also the way we've sort of demonstrated how time works with the TVA, maybe Obi, like, by putting that notebook in there in the past, it then instantly becomes Obi learned that information from Victor Timely, but it is in fact his own... It's Honestly, it's one of these that we're just going to have to never try to figure out. Otherwise, we'll just go Uh, (laughs) cross-eyed. But... What I'm getting at is, like, the moment they put that there, Obi then, like, his his sort of how he learned that changed immediately because we kind of saw how that worked when Loki was time-slipping in that first episode. Right, right. And then now that's how Obi learns it is, in fact, it's from himself, but because of Victor using the book and then adding more notes to it, he, he assumes that it's, like, the author originally of it. So that maybe could also
0: explain why we're just now like so heavy on this
3: book this season. Yeah. Like because it's being written almost like during this season.
0: Well, because the book was then sent back during this season and that's why nobody knew or had anything about it or whatever is because it had not been sent back yet, but it had, but it hadn't.
2: Yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I mean that, that does add up. And and could be a way like I don't think the riders thought that far. Jeremy's no, 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 it doesn't. What do you mean? I don't know. Okay. I'm just like <laughs> I think we uh, honestly at this point I'm uh, not even like after the Victor timely introduction it being a branch timeline I was like all right I'm done I'm done trying to figure it out I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the ride.
3: <laughs> I was about to say so for all those people listening that just kind of glossed over that whole last like five, 10 minutes there. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> that's,
0: that's great. Yeah. That's what my thing, my question, biggest question was like, there had to have been a Victor timely in the sacred timeline at some point in time, because we created a branch by giving him the book, which goes what we, we you're saying, Richard.
2: Yeah. And then that's when it really fucks with me because I'm like, but Victor timely is just Kang. So is Kang like the so is the sacred timeline? There's never a Kang, it's just a Victor timely, and then the Kang that we always get or whatever is going Ooh. to just be a variant. Like it's so confusing. <laughs>
0: what if this is there out so that there's no Nathaniel Richards? What do you mean by no Nathaniel Richards? So he would, so the Kang that we know from the comic books is Nathaniel Richards, right? What if this is there out of that? So that it's never he'll never be a Nathaniel Richards. He'll never be a variant, he'll never like the the patient zero for but why Kane. Why would they want that to be out?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm so confused. Why would they want it to be out? Yeah. Yeah. Because then having to make ties to Fantastic. Reed Richards later on in the Fantastic Four, mm. you don't have to worry about that muddying up that if you just say that he was just Victor Timely.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I maybe. Uh, like until we see that, I have no idea. I don't like look this whole this whole thing that they did. I was like, "What is happening?" I really wanted it to just be a variant. Like yeah, technically, it is a variant, but I'm just saying, like, how the fuck does? What I'm getting at is like that. <sighs> Kang is born in the 31st century. That's when he's born. Nathaniel Richards is his birth name, and then like there is no. I mean, there are variants, but like. For the most part, in the comics, anytime you see Ramatut or Immortus or whatever, it's not a variant. It's still fucking Kang. It's just at another point in his life because he travels through time. So for him, right. when you see him, you may it may be the first time you, he's met you or it may be the third time he's met you or whatever. It's very much like how River Song and Matt Smith, they're like loving, like they were moving in two different directions all throughout time. Um But now that you throw this in, it just fucks everything up. And I don't think they fully thought this through. Anyway, I don't know.
0: Well, but also, like, when he's going back as Ramatut and stuff like that, like, that's all, because the way they did did time in the comic books, it gave them their own, like, Ramatut came off and did his own thing at certain points. and You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, they it was the same person but in a different point of time yes and then going and doing their own thing branching off doing their own thing and becoming then officially i would say officially at
2: that point in time when they branch off becoming a variant maybe not necessarily in the comics cuz it's all cuz he he when he gets foiled being ramatut he just that uh that pyramid is his time machine he just fucks yeah. back off to the future Right. Um. And then he goes off and becomes something else later on. But then, like, the
0: Silver Centurion has been brought, or Scarlet Centurion has been brought into, like, present day time. Right. From
2: the future to do things. Yeah. And, and so, like, that's what I'm saying is, like... Well, I'm also referring to just the Council of Kangs. Like, those are com- definite variants of Kang because, you know, we see the one that's, like, blue and, like, lizard-looking or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I don't know, man. I like—I uh, don't even remember what we were even talking about, to be honest with you. Because I'm trying to figure out this shit. Um, no, it's fine. Yeah, I love the little squeal that Victor Timely gives when he meets Obi. I think that's really funny.
1: <laughs> he goes like,
2: Ooh! right, <laughs> right. I-, I
0: enjoyed most of Major's like take on Victor Timely. It was different, and the stuttering was a little annoying or whatever sometimes. But for the most part, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. And
2: just the quirks and the whatevers that he did, yeah, yeah. The the stuttering, like I said, was fine. This episode he was fine in. It was that that first episode that they introduced him in. The third one that I was just like, Ugh, let's tone it down a bit. Like, <laughs> what are you doing?
0: Oh, well, you're talking about his performance mainly though on the stage when he's right showing off the loom or the prototype for the loom. Yeah,
2: that and a little bit of the um. When he's doing, like, he's in the crowd and everyone's, like, bidding on his machine and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, I got you. Doing his showmanship to sell
0: things. to sell. Yeah, his I, I guess. Hustle people.
2: Yeah, I guess that's what it was, but it just came off way too, I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't quite enjoy it, is all. Um, there is something, Oh, like, there's something to be said because they make a statement that Victor Timely does not do partners. Yes. He doesn't like doing partners but he shakes the hand of OB and then they immediately cut to Sylvie giving them like a sinister look. There's something there that I don't know. I don't know because this supposedly got reedited due to removing some of the scenes with Jonathan majors due to all the like allegations and stuff like that. So I don't know if like they just left that in there and they were going to do something else. But like, cause what happens with Victor timely at the end of this episode uh, I also have a theory for that as well, but I just thought it was very interesting that like M is is uh Obi going to be a Kang variant? Because the only person that, that Kang will work with is himself. Well, I mean he was he was working with Miss Minutes
0: there. He worked with Miss Minutes to drop off Ravana after she said something about a partnership.
2: Yeah. But I, I think that's due to it being like a, a clock, or whatever, a fucking animated clock. I think uh, like <laughs> if it were like a real person, maybe but I don't know. It just they, they specifically like they shake hands and then it cuts to Sylvie being like, uh, I don't know about this. No, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very interesting. I, I, something's telling there, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see when we get there. Um, I like the Mobius line of when they're talking about the stuff they need to do. And Mobius is like, well, looks like Loki's going to have to hoof it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I thought that shit was funny. Speaking of hoofing it, I'm just letting y'all know right here, right now. Freaking Victor Timely did more hoofing uh-huh. than Mobius did. His entire <laughs>
2: stint going out there and that small little section that yeah. he ran, by the way. Yeah. So It's all that pie. It's weighing him down. I guess. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Um, why does B-15 even need Docs and her Minutemen? Because every time you look out the window, there's like an ever-sprawling like TVA. So I assume there's like trillions of minute men out there. Oh, they're punks. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that explains it. They're not part of minute
0: men. Those are just like, whatever. Those are pawns. Millisecond men. Yes. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's funny. (laughs) This, this, the, the minute men are like, you know, the real, like, these are the people you call in when it's like, Oh shit time. Like you call in the minute man.
2: The last, not really the last thing, but I may skip all the rest of this. Um, I love that scene of the you know hope is hard conversation with Sylvie and Loki, especially the part where she's like, "No, so no matter what we do, we're we're just playing God." Yeah, and then Loki replies like, "We are gods."
3: Um, That's it. Was that line was so funny because like literally whenever Sylvie said that, my wife goes. We are God, Sylvie.
2: Before <laughs> yeah, I did too. Loki <laughs> said that. That's <laughs> so funny. I did too as well. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's cool.
0: Well, I think it was to remind, you know, everybody that that's you know what I mean. Because like yeah. I feel like this TV show has brought Loki down to earth, like yeah, majorly oh, yeah.
2: humanized him. Yes, yes, An abundance. Um, I love the Miss Minutes does a Nedry from Jurassic Park moment nah uh uh. You didn't say the magic word. No, nah, yeah. uh, uh. Yeah. Nah. I thought that was really cool. Um turns out Obi was on the phone. We thought it was I don't know, somebody <laughs> yeah. I thought it was gonna be way more than that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I I love I, that though. Yeah, I did too. It was like a bait and switch.
0: Right? Right, all the drama on that phone call, <laughs> mm-hmm. and it was just like, Hey, where y'all guys at?
2: <laughs> I also love the like
3: not like a matrix move. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I, I also love the like you know if we do this and we turn it off then people you know the magic dampeners will be shut off and people can use magic and then uh, Sylvie and Loki are like turn it off right <laughs> but what is that going to do in other
0: Marvel movies? Uh, I don't know. What's the implications of that? You know what I mean? I
2: think he's I, I so okay so or is it magic in the TVA? Because I know it's just the, magic in the TVA. Okay, okay, that makes more sense then. So. That's why I think Loki's going to be able to time slip is that it's like some sort of magic power now. And since that's off right before that wave of fire hits him or wave of whatever destroying thing, I think he's going to time slip and Mm. figure out a way to stop the the loom from exploding. And that's what we're going to get for next week's episode. Okay. With the whole spaghettification of the,
0: the record and then seeing the Ski-Doo or seeing Mobius before he was
2: what he is now. Yeah. Stuff like that. I think Loki is going to try and stop it and maybe he can't in next week's episode is why we see the TVA getting spaghettified, why there's that record. Because Sylvie's not, Sylvie's in the room with them in the, whatever, the the blast door room. She's not at some record place. I don't know why she's there. Um, It also could just be a deleted scene that they just included. But, I definitely think Loki's gonna time slip somehow to like stop the loom from blowing up. Yeah, I will ask. What do we think
0: is gonna happen to Rev? Like, is that the last of Ravana? Are we, yeah. are we done with her?
2: No, uh, that, that, she got pruned? Yeah, that was a um. That was another thing we saw in one of the trailers. I forget where, but Ravana is meeting Elioth in one of the. The trailers. Oh, I didn't so, see
0: that. I don't remember seeing that.
2: Yeah, her and that other Minute Man who got uh pruned while drinking the hot chocolate.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. They're probably gonna fight because he's not for unless Ravana like turns him somehow. But yeah, they're gonna be in the void or whatever it's called. Okay. Cool beans. Um. Yeah. The the thing <laughs> when when Miss Minutes uses her last power to basically tell Victor Timely. You'll never be him. That's where I wrote, like, that bitch is spiteful. <laughs> right? All <laughs> because she couldn't get a body from him. <laughs> yeah. I also, I just love the, like, her glitching, and then he's like, he thinks she's, like, making fun of his stutter. <laughs> I thought that was a funny joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. I have
0: I have a question. hmm So, like, we've all been hyped that, you know, Kane was supposed to be the Thanos of this saga, essentially. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, we even so much so that like we're getting the 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 big Avengers movie that's going to be coming out before Secret Wars the is King Dynasty. What?
1: What? <laughs> what? <laughs> who?
0: <laughs> My question is: We hear so much more though of He Who Remains. Is that? dampening is that uh diluting the like importance and the the hype for kang
2: no but i do think we need to start seeing more of kang outside of loki in, in order to yeah. hype him up because the thing that was nice at least with Thanos is we got to see him in more movies at like, as like a stinger or something like that. Yeah. But we've yeah. only really seen Kang in one stinger. Am I, am I correct on that or two?
0: I I mean, we've the only stinger we've seen of any kind of Kang or is Ant-Man and Quantumania.
2: Yeah. That's the one I'm referring to.
0: And then we got the Victor Timely. Yeah. But those, those are, again, those were both Quantumania ones. Yeah. And neither one of those were actually like Kang the Conqueror. They were, right. you know, Mortis and well, Centurians. I mean, variants, but, you know, not Kang the Conqueror. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I, yeah. They absolutely should have had something in... They had the perfect thing to use Kang in in uh, Moon Knight with freaking Rama Tut. Like, I don't uh, understand why they didn't do that. Um, yeah, definitely not... Not definite, like it's it's ruining whatever the brand of Kang. <laughs> but I I think I like this, but I think we need more of him. We need him to just be a threat. And right now, the only person selling the threat is really just Tom Hiddleston's acting, like that that scene in <laughs> episode three when Mobius is like, "I thought you said he's scary," and he's like, "He is," and you can almost see like Tom Hiddleston's almost like yeah. about to cry. <laughs> like you see his tear, like eyes kind of well up. Uh, he's such a good actor. But anyway, uh, nothing else is selling it for me right now. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I was gonna say they—they definitely need to do something to just really emphasize how big and bad he can actually be. Yeah, he hasn't really had that much of an effect yet. Like the the only reason why I know about him, obviously, is just because of what we've read and talked about and things like that. But for the normal like moviegoer. Sure. And watching this, I, I mean, yeah, I get like what Richard's saying from Tom Hiddleston, like talking about it. Uh It can be bad, maybe. But so far, he doesn't really it hasn't shown just how bad he is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted to hear your side of it, Jeremy. Only for the fact that like for Richard, like I know he's read the stuff. And so knowing every... You know what I mean? Like, just yeah. knowing that background and stuff like that was kind of... It's etched in his mind.
1: Yeah. But I mean, for
0: you or whatever, it. I was... I really wanted to hear your side of, of it because, yes, you've read some King's stuff, yeah. but it's... It, they, they focus... It seems like they focus so much to me anyways on He Who Reigns. I was like, does that really mess with, yeah. you know,
3: folks? They haven't... Like, you haven't really got, like I said, to a typical movie goer. You haven't really gotten what he's capable of yeah and even even from what we've read i i mean i can just from watching doctor who from other things that we've talked about in in all the comic books and seeing the different marvel movies like i can piece together and anybody if anybody really thinks about it like if if somebody can manipulate time or it has some kind of effect of like jumping around in time that can obviously have just drastic changes there but it hasn't been there hasn't been anything to instill that like oh crap kind of moment of like this is this is coming and even with with thanos that was before we got all this like for me just seeing him there like the way they first even portrayed him or at least the way i remember him and just in that stinger of being in the throne you you got the like oh this is a guy not to mess with kind of feel yeah and you just haven't haven't gotten anything like that from Kang yet
0: yeah yeah I mean I think what we saw the first time we saw Thanos was uh him looking back yeah like you just kind of see a side profile in the dark or whatever but then the next thing you see him he's like
2: fine I'll do it myself and he sticks his
0: hand in an Infinity
2: Gauntlet we see well he's in Guardians so we see him in Avengers 1 where he says the like to challenge them is to to court death and then he turns and smiles at the camera because everyone thought like at the time they thought they were gonna do the whole like he's in love with death thing, but yeah, they didn't do that. But <laughs> and then we see him in in uh Guardians and yeah. you know, he's in the floaty chair and you know, he says like, Do not test me, boy, or something. He's talking to that's Ronan. That's right,
0: talking to Ronin. Yeah.
2: That's right. That's right. That's and right. He's like, Or I'll bathe the starways in your blood or something like that.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. But that but and then I believe it was the gauntlet after that. Yeah but we did get a nice little buildup of Thanos there that yeah. I don't feel like we're getting with any kind of villains. And I really think with the high of the area, we could have had that the whole time of, of building up to him in, in guardians three. So that would have been really cool in my opinion. Anyways.
3: Yeah. Cause even like with the ant man stinger of like showing all the thousands of, of Kang in there, like what would you, what would you call it? Um, the the like council of kings there you go council of kings oh um like seeing all that like you you kind of got some type of like kind of like what's going on here or what's a heel about but not it wasn't necessarily like that whole like i said that just instilling fear in you type moment
2: yeah well even that stinger was like oh you feel like they're up to something but not necessarily to like Damage the Avengers or Earth, but it seems yeah. like they were just going against like that one Kang variant because they were talking about how like yeah the the what was it the uh the exiled one <laughs> or whatever he says I forget what it is but uh, so it seems like they were just warring with that Kang or he who remains I don't know but uh, it, it didn't seem like they were like oh these guys are bad news it just seemed yeah. like okay Jonathan Majors is doing a lot of like method acting in in, in <laughs> These different roles. Um, yeah, they definitely need to make him a threat. Yeah. What about us not really having an
0: Avengers team? Do y'all think that has yeah. an impact as well? Just us not having being attached oh, to yeah.
2: a group of heroes? That that is definitely hurting them right now. I absolutely I agree with that. Like they need some sort of team. They need some movie coming out where they fight, I don't know, Ultron again. And <laughs> like I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there. Like, yeah. you could yeah, figure out yeah. another villain, but like uh and that is the new like this is your new team and anyway it seems very rudderless right now <laughs> i'm hoping yeah. i'm hoping maybe maybe the marvels will Woo! have something <laughs> i knew i knew I was waiting <laughs> on it uh, <laughs> maybe the marvels will have something that will give us some sort of direction we're headed
3: only 2 weeks away
2: yay <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's great. I know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I I don't i am know. After, the only reason I'm not hyped now, I think is due to Secret Invasion. And because it, oh, yeah. I, it, it's it, it got Sam Jackson in it, and it seems like it's directly tying to that god-awful series. <laughs> so I'm just like, all hype I had for like, oh, Brie Larson looks like he, she's more fun in this, and it's got Amon Valani and anything, has just sort of just petered out, just sputtered out. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's what I was going to say. The only hype that I really have for the Marvels is the fact that Amon Villani is such a delight just to watch right. her, just yeah. you know, playful excitement, being excited about you know being in the mar, you know, a-, a Marvel comic book movie or TV show. Yeah, like that stuff. Just I don't know. I just love watching her perform just because how hyped she is about it. So
2: yeah. honestly, I just want her from like the comic, like her comic book run where she's meeting like all of the like who's who of Marvel. Like <laughs> I want I want the X-Men to hurry up and come up and she meets Wolverine. <laughs> like, uh, that's a fun one. Uh anyway, yeah. All right. We we've put this off long enough.
0: Let's talk about spaghettification. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> because we see it firsthand in this episode. Yep. And that's really what just made my fucking jaw drop. Is yep. just cause because like I said, freaking Victor timely he gets on that soup. He lifts up this heavy thing and the doors open up and he starts hoofing it out the doors. And it's like instantaneous. It's just, yeah. and he's, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's just separated. And it was horrific. Yeah. And- yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. They show like muscle tissue bones. You see a little right? bit of his like jawbone when he's screaming. You're like, fucking hell. <laughs> right. Did y'all see that coming? No, like, y'all no,
1: think-
2: <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, I was like, oh, wow. I, I, yeah, and then of course the ending, ending. I was just like, "Wow!" I was like, "This right? feels like a season finale," and we still have yeah. two episodes,
0: right? Yeah, no, that's. I was thinking the same thing. Season finale, like,
3: yeah, that's. I, I mean, I as whenever it ended, like my wife and I were sitting there, and like we were just like, "That that can't be." I was like, "She was just like that. That can't be it." Like, what? We're ending the episode there. I was like, I, "Well, okay, that's crazy." <laughs> But the good the, on the upside here is we have two more episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's got to be something else coming here. But yeah, that was just, that was an insane cliffhanger.
0: What made it even better was like it, everything went to black and just yeah. lingered in black. Yeah. Cause I was expecting something, mm-hmm. just some kind of life of something. And then it just,
2: it was like, no, fuck you, here's credit. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> they, uh, they did what a lot of fans wanted that to be the end of. Uh, Infinity War. Like, a lot of fans wanted where Thanos snaps and he just goes to black and it just lingers there and then credits. Uh. And then, like, the, the movie ends that way and then the next one picks up with the aftermath of it. And they we didn't get that, but a lot of fans wanted it to be that way. So this feels very much them doing something like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I I was... Oh, man, that... That's what took me over. That's what made this this whole, yeah. I mean, of course, like the pacing. I was, I, was, I was awesome. I thought everything was great. The lead up, the build up to it and all that jazz. But then just that, the ending of it, just, I was like, oh, this is, this is amazing. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 I, I, I was like, this is probably Marvel's most gruesome, like anything that they've done to date. Right. And like, it really wasn't that like gruesome really, to be honest oh, with yeah. you. Like, it's not that gory or anything. Right, yeah. But I just was like, this one had a lot of, I don't know, it just, it it really, like, this episode will live rent-free in my head <laughs> for a while. <laughs> Moon
3: Knight should have <laughs> taken some pointers from
2: it. Yeah, something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. That's all that I have for this episode. Do y'all have anything else y'all would like to share, throw out there?
2: Uh, Yeah, I have some theories, just real quick. I'll just throw them out there. Um... OB, you know, I said he could be the original he who remains. I had another thought the other day, but that kind of gets thrown out, and I may give this to someone else. I thought maybe he's the Beyonder. I thought that could be a cool, interesting thing. Maybe he's the Beyonder, and we don't know that yet. Uh, But anyway, um, Victor Timely, when he gets spaghettified, I was like, maybe he's the Beyonder, because we have heard rumors of possibly in Secret Wars is that a variant of Kang is the Beyonder. Yep. And somehow being spaghettified, you know, at the beginning of time or end of time or whatever the fuck that is, like right in front of that loom gives him some sort of cosmic abilities to become the Beyonder. Uh, my other thought, because I've read Secret, you know, Wars or whatever, like the Jonathan Hickman one, uh, Molecule Man is a big proponent in like the creating of Battle World and everything. He gets scattered into molecules essentially. Uh, maybe Victor Timely ends up becoming Molecule Man or something like that. Okay. Um, and then the other thing I kind of mentioned is uh, I had this thought two episodes ago, which I was kind of mad because I really wanted to talk about it like during the Halloween episode. But uh, <sighs> I, I came to this realization that I think what we're going to learn by the end of the series is that the multiverse was always meant to happen. And what uh, He Who Remains, Kang, whatever you want to call him, what he did is not what's supposed to naturally happen. Yeah. And that it's really supposed to be this ever sprawling, ever expanding multiverse. Um, and yeah, those are my theories in a spitball way. Yeah. I mean, it
0: would go along lines with somebody being, you know, Kang, the conqueror to conquer time, to control time, to say what lives, what dies, things like that. And to have a machine That's constantly getting fed threads to weave a rope. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean that that kind of makes you know sense. I mean, he would you know have to have had a machine because before him there wouldn't have been a machine. Yeah. It would have just been natural. Whatever happens,
2: happens. Yeah. The incursions is what I'm assuming is what we're gonna see. Mm -hmm. Is that's what naturally happens to prune timelines is just. Two times hitting each other, or something like that. And that's what you think that's what nature does in, in, yeah, like
0: time or whatever. Nature does that naturally. Yeah. To prune itself, to cut itself back, or whatever.
2: Exactly. It's just incursions happen. Huh. I think that's what we're going to learn. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, that's, that's Kang's whole issue of like, I'm the conqueror of time. <laughs> like we haven't seen, we've seen that in Quantum Mania, but we haven't seen that with like the Loki stuff. It's like, right. He's very much like, Fuck you. I have conquered time. <laughs> like, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> that's great.
3: Jeremy, you got anything else you want to add? No, I mean, no. That That's that's really about all I had right now. Cool. All right, then. Well, if that's it, Jeremy, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitch under the handle Night Fury GTO. That's Night with a K. And you can find me here. You playing that Spider-Man? Uh, nope, nope. <laughs> I'm working through Miles Morales right now okay good before I move on to the second one
2: all right I won't give you the shame bell then <laughs> I think you should because that would some of that stuff probably gets spoiled but anyway. from from playing 2 Spider-Man 2 the third like game. the the Miles Morales time. spoils what happens in no no it couldn't do that what I'm saying is is playing Spider-Man 2 would spoil what happens in Miles Morales
3: oh uh, yeah 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 that's kind of why I want to play the Miles Morales first, just to make sure I have everything kind of set up.
2: Yeah. I'm also I'm really enjoying I'm uh per my save data, it says I'm like 20% in, but like I'm kind of liking Miles better. Like, not the character, I mean like the game better. Like they add this new parrying ability that you do in this game. And I don't know why, but I just fucking hate it. <laughs> uh you have to use it when fighting the brutes, and I don't really like it. Um, but anyway,
3: which, and I'll say like the one thing, like I'm just, just starting into the Miles Morales. So Mm -hmm. I'm still in kind of some of the tutorial stuff, but like I can already tell the difference of, you know, Spider-Man being for the PlayStation four and Miles Morales be for PlayStation five and the new controller and all that. Mm So it was kind of, it throwing me off there first and it was kind of cool
2: they do a lot in this one with like mini games. There's so many goddamn mini games in this game (laughs) where they use like the new triggers and then like having to move the controller to do certain things. And I was like, you can turn all that off if you don't want to. I left it on just to try it, but I think I'm going to turn it off because I'm like, all right, (laughs) this has run its course. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Anyway. Cool.
0: (laughs) When y'all get on the same page, maybe we need to have a review of it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Richard, we're gonna call you in the meantime.
1: <laughs> Sorry.
2: Uh, if you want to contact me directly, I have an X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, an Instagram and a threads. My handle is night curry, night like day and night, and curry with a K. If you want to contact us directly, we have a Gmail. Our Gmail is comicallycomicspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, you can check us out under the name Comically Comics Podcast. And if you want to check us out on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter, you can check us out under the name comically comics with an X and I can't find it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram and eBay at 22 underscore comics. You can also find me on YouTube at 22 comics. Thank y'all so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed as much as we did making it. With all that being
3: said, say goodbye, Jeremy. Bye, Jeremy.
0: Bye, Jeremy.
1: Bye.
0: Uh uh-uh. uh, you didn't say the magic
1: word. Please!
0: Uh-uh. God uh-uh. damn it! Uh-uh. hate this hacker crap!